going to be going to the book of Matthew, the 14th chapter and the 30th verse for our scripture open text tonight. Matthew 14 uh, and verse number 30. <clears throat> this is what it reads like. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. Uh and beginning to sink. Somebody tell me who this is talking about. Huh? Peter. All right. When he saw the wind bolsterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. Peter did something that no other man has ever done before. He walked on water for a few minutes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But when he saw the wind... When he saw the wind. Fathers, we come tonight. We thank you and we praise you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for our health. Thank you, God, how you have blessed us. Now, Lord, I'm asking your blessing upon this word for the next few moments, God, that you will give us something, Lord, to take home with us tonight, God, that will help us through this coming week. Give us guidance. Give us wisdom. We pray for all those who are sick. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask and pray. Let the church say Amen, amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, before we leave tonight, after this message, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pray for uh, Brother Douglas' situation. Uh, you know, the government can get things all messed up, but um, uh, God can take care of that. Um. It kind of looks like everybody gets Social Security nowadays except but the ones who really need it anyway. And uh, we're going to take, we're going to, we're going to pray a prayer, brother, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to take control of that. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are faithful to God, you have a right to expect him to move on your behalf. I believe that. Hallelujah. Brother Douglas has been faithful to God since he got back in church, him and his wife. Does a whole lot more than a lot of rest of us do. Faithful to going to the bridge ministry on Tuesday nights in the cold weather. Back Sister Debbie up in the um, uh, nursing home ministry. And uh, exactly right. So we're gonna we're gonna believe God's gonna take care of this problem, Amen. so we get His money. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Reading here just one verse out of the storyline that I'm not gonna take the time to read it all because you know what the what the story is. And. Um, the Bible says that Peter, when he saw the wind, I want to focus on that. And I want to speak for a few moments on a subject titled, Knowing Which Way to Look. Knowing Which Way to Look. A lot of times, 
we miss out on things in life, natural things, just simply because we're not, we're not looking at the right place. Hallelujah. Amen. We went through an awful lot of problems, spent a lot of money, and I spent a lot of sleepless nights after our church burnt down, looking here and looking there, trying to figure out where God wanted us. Hallelujah. If we knew which way to look, Brother Paul, we, we would have had it all along. If we knew which way to look, and we could have seen this place when it, it originally went up for auction, we could, we could probably got it a whole lot cheaper than what we got it. People lose out a lot of times by simply not knowing which way to look or because they're looking in the wrong direction. Peter was a man who loved the Lord. He had issues in his life. He had problems in his life that he had to deal with like everybody does. But when they was out in, the, in that boat in the middle of the uh, Sea of Galilee that night, and Jesus came to him walking on the water, he cried out, Lord, if it's really you, Lord, if it's you, ask, let me come to you. Jesus said, come on. And do you know Peter didn't think twice. He stepped right out of that boat on top of that water, and he began to walk toward Jesus. And he was fine as long as he was looking at the Lord. But when he got his eyes off Jesus and he began to look at the wind, he wasn't looking in the right direction. And he began to go down. He began to sink. Church, let me tell you something. I want to tell you from a, from a, from a loving, honest heart tonight, we all know we're filled with a, in a world that's got all kind of difficulties and all kind of problems and folks don't know what to do about this and about that. Amen. It's important for you as a child of God that you know where to look. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't look towards Washington, D.C. because you're going to get the same answer no matter if it's a Republican or a Democrat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The answer to our problems is not in Washington. Don't look this way or don't, don't look that way. Hebrews said, looking unto Jesus. Come on. The author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. It's important on the way you look. What direction you're looking at. Hallelujah. Now, there are four different ways, as I look through Scripture this afternoon, that I believe that's important for us as children of God know where to look if we want to be uh, effective, if we want to be blessed, if we want to uh, experience everything that God has for His people while living in this world. And I want to talk about these four areas tonight, just briefly. I'm not going to try to hold you too long. But I want you to leave here tonight, and amen, with a knowledge of knowing which way to look. When problems come your way, when situations come your way, when the enemy attacks you and comes against you, 
You need to know which way to look. Number one, first and foremost, church, we need to look up. First and foremost, we need to look up. I'm going to carry you to Colossians chapter 3, and we're going to read verses 1, 2, 3, and 4. Let's listen to what Paul wrote the church of Colosseum. He said, if ye, thee, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are where? Above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Hallelujah. Set your affection on things, there's that word again, above, not on things on the earth. Hallelujah. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Hallelujah. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. So, if you are risen with Christ, hallelujah. Brother Paul, we need to look up. We don't need to be looking down. We don't need to be looking around. We need to look up. Amen. If you have been risen with Christ, amen, seek those things which are above. Amen. Don't worry about what the stock market is doing. Don't worry about how, how, what the price of gasoline is. Don't worry about this or that. Hallelujah. Because you're going to die of a heart attack or a stroke of some kind. We have to walk by faith anyway. Can somebody say Amen. So knowing which way to look, number one, first and foremost, we need to look up. Look to Jesus. Hallelujah. Because the Bible said he is there making intercession for you. He's our high priest. Hallelujah. He is there. Amen. So we need to look up. Now the enemy would like to try to get you to look this way or that way or some other kind of way. Hallelujah. But look up. Some of the some of the testimonies tonight, um, some of them kind of kind of comical. But I would tell Sister Mary, don't look across the street. Look up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Be like be like Elvis Presley. Put aluminum foil on your windows in front of your house where you can't see across the street. Hallelujah. Amen. Anytime Elvis come to town, everybody knew what room he was staying in or if, if he was put in the hospital. Everybody could tell because there'd be aluminum foil over the windows. And, you know, every time to keep, keep the light out. Hallelujah. So we don't need to look across the street. We need to look up. Can somebody say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Don't look like Peter did at the wind because that's what's going to cause us to sink. When we start looking some other way, but looking up, we're going to go down. You know why it's true? Because let me tell you something. I can't walk this road alone, neither can you. I can't handle this thing by myself. I've been in, all, I've been in this all my life, but I still can't handle it myself. Hallelujah. I have to look up. Hallelujah. I have to look up. I have to talk to him. Hallelujah. Like the, like the old hymn we sung this morning, and he walks with me and he talks with me. Hallelujah. I'm looking up, praise God. I thought about something else kind of comical 
when I was singing that, singing that chorus, you know, Andy walks with me, Andy talks with me. Little, little, uh, little boy one time uh, was invited to go to church in Sunday school. His parents didn't go, and uh, uh, neighbors or somebody invited him uh, to go, so they took him, took him to church, and little boy came back from Sunday school all excited and ran in the house and, Mama, Mama, Mama. She said, What, son? I know, I, know, I know what God's name is. She said, you know what God's name is? She said, yeah, they sung about him today in church. They sung his name. She said, well, what's his name? She said, God's name is Andy. She said, where in the world do you get God's name being Andy? Because she said, Andy walks with me. Andy talks with me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Amen. But how many knows it, we need to look up? Yes, we need to look up. Then, secondly, amen, Brother Kenneth, we always need to look ahead. Amen. We need to look ahead. And the scripture that I'm going to take you to to talk about that is found in Proverbs, the fourth chapter. And we're going to read verses 25 through 27. Proverbs, hallelujah. Look what he says. Let thine eyes look right on. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why when I was a teenager, we'd always walk around, throw our hand up and say, right on, brother, right on. Hallelujah. Amen. Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. My, my, my. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. One more verse. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Hallelujah. Church, amen. We need as people of God to look ahead. Hallelujah. We don't need to look back. Hallelujah. Amen. There's some things in the, in the past that maybe we're proud of, but there's a plenty of stuff in the past that we're not so proud of. Hallelujah. You can't change what happened yesterday, but you can set a course for the mark and somebody say hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Nobody's going to get nowhere looking in the past. Hallelujah. You're going to have problems when you get in your car trying to drive if you, if you try to drive and look through the rear view mirror instead of looking at the, at the windshield. Hallelujah. As God's people, God is telling his church, amen, that not only do we need to look up, but we need to look ahead. Hallelujah. Let thine eyelids look straight before thee, straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet. Hallelujah. Don't just go stepping off into something until you look where you're going. Somebody said, well, I thought we walked by faith. That's true, but we don't walk by blind faith. The faith that we have is established on the Word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. My faith is established on the Word. Hallelujah. I walk by faith and not by sight, but I do that because the faith that I have is based upon what the Word says. Hallelujah. My life depends on the Word. Everything that I have, everything that I believe in depends on the Word of God because the Word of God is a lamp unto what? Our feet 
and a light unto our pathway. So, let your eyelids look straight before. Ponder the path of thy feet and let thy ways be established. Hallelujah. Amen. Let the light of the word guide you. Hallelujah. The word of God will never lead you wrong. Man will lead you wrong. Religion will lead you wrong. But God's word will never lead you wrong, folks. Hallelujah. Amen. So we look up. We look ahead. But then this morning we talked about uh, about responsibilities. Also, there's another area that we need to look. We need to look to others. We need to look to others. A lot of people live their life like they're on an island somewhere. But God expects his church and his people to look to others. It's not just about me. Amen. We need to be concerned for our brother and sister in Christ. Hallelujah. The prayers that we pray should not be just about us and our needs, but about others and their needs. Can you say amen? amen. I think about how I would feel if I was in the situation that Brother Douglas is in right now. Hallelujah. Amen. And so when I hear him say what he did, here he is now uh, uh, been, uh, been retired for a pretty good little bit, and yet that money ain't started com- coming in. Uh, um, you know, may- maybe you uh, are, uh, have got a Donald Trump bank account, but not everybody does. So I know how it would be with me. Hallelujah. God expects to us to look to others. Notice what Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4 has to say about it. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteemed other better than themselves. My, my, mind. Hallelujah. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Church, God wants you to look up. He wants you to look ahead. But he also wants you to look to others. If, there, if there's a way that I can benefit or bless or help my brother and sister, if it's in my power to be able to do so, I believe God expects me to do so. Right. Hallelujah. Not always it's in, it's in your power or in your ability, but if, but if it is, God expects you not to just to be concerned about your needs, but also the needs of others. Now, don't, don't misunderstand what I'm saying here when I'm talking about helping others, because first and foremost, I found a long time ago, amen, that you can't help nobody that don't want to help themselves. Amen. Amen. You'll wind, you'll wind up getting your own self give out. Amen and, and down. Hallelujah. But nonetheless, I've got to have some concern about the needs of my brothers and sisters. 
God expects me to look to others, not let me just be concerned with the needs in my life, but also the needs in other people's life. Um, you know, we've got a lot of people in our congregation that's battling terrible sickness. And it's, it's awful when you feel helpless. And, you know, you would like to do this or that, but it's, it's not within your power or your control. And you have to pray and just trust, trust the Lord. But God expects us to have that kind of concern for other people. We can't just be looking in the mirror all the time at ourselves and what our needs are, but we got to be concerned for others. Hallelujah. Amen. I look at people coming to the congregation visit, and I mentioned that young couple. Amen. Uh, uh, the young man who, who, who was raised in faith, raised in the truth, but yet uh, living totally alienated from what he was raised and what he was taught knowing uh, that he needs to make a change. But I'm glad, I'm glad, amen, to see that they're coming back. Amen. amen. And, and God, is, God is dealing with them. Hallelujah. And I'm concerned about people's needs like that. Hallelujah. Uh, if, 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 if I wasn't concerned about people's souls and their lives, amen, I would not be in the business that I'm in. Hallelujah. I would, be, I would have done something somewhere along the line that made me a whole lot more money than what I've been making. Hallelujah. I have a, I have a concern for others. Hallelujah. That's what drives me. Hallelujah. I can't tell you the times of the career opportunities that I've had since I've pastored this church. Amen, that would have put me in a position to be making quite a bit of money, but I turned it down because it would affect the ministry that I had in the church. God has placed us here. Amen, and I, I, I know things look around and we got a lot of empty pews right now, but I know it's not going to stay like that because God put us here for a reason. And my life is built around for others in this community, in this church. Hallelujah. Amen. So it don't matter. And, and even though I've even, I've even got them recently, um, I, I've, got call, I've got calls from people from other, other churches, amen, who's needing pastors uh, and, and um, you know, wanting to know if I would come, come preach for them. Hallelujah. But see, man, some of the things that they said that they could do for you look good, but I would be out of God's will if I moved that and just for the fact that, hey, Brother Sammy, we can make you full-time. We got, we got a beautiful parsonage next door to the church you can move right into. Hallelujah. Amen. But see, we have to, as the Scripture said a while ago, we got to ponder the path that's ahead of us. Hallelujah. And I'm interested in what God has ordained for here. Hallelujah. Praise God. Church. We don't have much time. What we do for God, we got to do right now. Right now. We got to be up and about the Father's business. I want to tell you, talk to you about one more area, then I'm going to, I'm going to close, close this down tonight. Talking about knowing which way to look. We got to look up. We got to look ahead. We have to look to others. 
But then also, last but certainly not least, we got to look inside. We got to look inside. Second John chapter one verse eight reads like this: Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Now just leave that scripture up there for a moment. Look to yourself. This talks about introspection. There's a song that we used to sing a lot. It says, Search me, Lord. Turn your searchlight from heaven on my soul. If you find anything that shouldn't be, take it out. Hallelujah. Church, if we're going to be pleasing to God, if we're going to be effective in the kingdom of God, then we have got to look inside. There's no need. There's no need for me to try to put on to be something I'm not. Because how many knows God knows us for who we really are? Hallelujah. And the Bible says that if you judge yourself, then you wouldn't be judged. Hallelujah. I've had a few critics in my time, but I promise you don't nobody judge, judge me any harder than Sammy Pruitt does. Hallelujah. I constantly put myself and hang myself over the fire. A lot of times, man, I'll, I'll walk away, amen, from a church service beating myself and saying, boy, you should have done better than that. Hallelujah. The Bible said if we judge ourselves, we would not be judged. Amen. I've got, I've got within me a desire, amen, to strive towards a goal. Hallelujah. No, I'm not where that I uh, want to be. I'm not exactly amen, where I think God um, wants me to be, but praise God, I'm not what I used to be. Can you say amen? We're growing. We're pressing forward. Hallelujah. And the only way we can do that is look inside. Hallelujah. Every day of your life, you need to take a good look inside yourself. Amen. To see if you're living up to snuff and up to part of what you know God wants. Hallelujah. Most everybody in this house that's here tonight, you've already had, you've already had enough preaching and teaching down through the years to get you into heaven 50 times. But the problem is, as always been, is still our flesh. That's it. Amen. it gets in the way. I've got to look up. I've got to look ahead. I've got to look at others. But also, I've got to look inside. I've got to constantly look inside to see, amen, if I am living pleasing to God. If I am doing what God wants me to do, I have to look inside. And that's what God wants us to do. He says, look to yourself. Notice this, that we lose not those things which we have wrought. Does not that verse tell you that it's possible for you to lose what you have worked for in the kingdom of God in past? Hallelujah. He said that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Hallelujah. Press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. 
Don't stop. Don't slow down. Don't put the brakes on. I don't know about you, but I want to see. I want to receive that reward one day. Hallelujah. As I said this morning, I want to hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And if we're going to be able to do that, if we're going to be overcomers, we got to know which way to look. As long as Peter looked at the Lord, he was walking on water. Hallelujah. I've heard some people ridicule Peter, but I'm going to tell you what, those, pe- those same people that ridiculed Peter, when they took the first step, they went down the first time. Hallelujah. As long, see, Peter wasn't doing what he was doing on his power and on his strength. He was doing what he could do because he was looking at Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're going to make it, you got to look to him, the author, the finisher of your faith. Hallelujah. Let's stand together. Thank you, Jesus.